Hello, good morning, and welcome to Soul Friend with myself, Gaia Woods, and my lovely co-host for today, Miss Hadass. Hi, Hadass. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? Nothing much here. Let me adjust our levels as usual. I have to get close, too. That sounds good. Okay. Get Say closer. something. Get closer. Mm, hi. Okay, that sounds great. Um, if anyone would like to call in, they can do so with their love sex, relationship, questions, anything having to do with love, really, um, please call us at 213-54-L-O-V-E-0. Once again, that's 213-54-L-O-V-E-0. Or if you just want to talk about your new puppy, we love that. <laughs> we love puppies. We love hearing about relationships. We love hearing about bad dates. We have a funny question today from someone about... Um, ways of getting out of a bad date but without making the person think that you're totally insane so we'll do that one in a second but i don't know do you have anything you want to start off with that you'd like to discuss this morning before we go into questions and other other topics no i'm good you're i'm good. ready for this you're i've good. been waiting my whole life for this <laughs> your whole life for this moment also i'm uh, in admiration of your hair do you have beautiful braids that are like, it works wonderfully with the headphones. It doesn't get in the way. They look marvelous. It's very nice. Thank you. I haven't washed my hair in a week. How does that work? It doesn't get itchy? Um, it looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, these are important questions that the world should know. I'm interested in this. Well, I actually, I haven't washed my hair in, like, three days. Mm. But I did do CrossFit yesterday, so it's kind of gross at this point. Mm, um, yeah. Today is the day I have to take my braids out. Yeah. Well, my mom has long hair, and she also does braids. She redoes them every day, but she doesn't wash her hair except for, like, on the, like, she washes it, like, once a week. And apparently her scalp just adjusts. This is what I hear. This so. is true. Yeah. So. But I work out really hard, so it feels awkward not yeah. to wash my hair. I hear you. Um, okay. Should we move on to this list of trans-friendly vocabulary that I would like to discuss? Definitely. I think it's so fascinating. Okay, so I'm taking, again, I don't usually talk a ton about um, school on here, but I am studying clinical psychology. And I'm taking a class about um, human sexuality right now, and there's a lot of applicable things that I'm learning in the class. So most of it I'm not, um, you know, for confidentiality reasons, allowed to discuss. But this, however, is simply a bunch of trans-specific terms and vocabulary. Um, and I thought it was fascinating because a lot of this I knew um, or had heard of but wasn't totally aware of the exact meaning of or definitions of. So I thought it would be fun to discuss this because this is nice stuff that we should know. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, and then part of the exercise, too, is we had to do it in groups, and we went, like, through each term and had to put a plus by the things that we knew the definition of and, like, would feel comfortable using, and then a minus by something we just, like, had never heard before, or a check by something we had heard but maybe, like, didn't totally and fully understand. So, okay. So, so but I don't need to, I don't need to tell everyone where my minuses are because I don't want to let everyone know all these things that I didn't know, although... 
the vocabulary is always changing for everything, so I think it's also important to recognize that you're never going to know all the vocabulary for everything to be respectful to every group of people in the world. So Vocabulary, as fluid as gender and sexuality. Exactly. Um, here, I'm going to turn up your microphone. Say something one more time. Hello? Oh, that's better, yeah. Okay. Shout out to my little sister listening in Miami. Hey. What's up? Hi. Hi, Cameron. <laughs> um, she can call in anonymously if she wants, but okay. So the first one is sex, which is the biological... Oh, by the way, this is a list um, put out by Dr. Theodore Burns, just to give him credit. Thank you, Theo. Um, so sex, the biological equipment, plumbing that you have um, attached to you, complicated by intersex bodies, also a fun verb. Okay, most people, we know that one. Gender, the way we dress, act, talk, and generally move through the world that are usually societally defined by assigned biological sex, but don't have to be. Divided by our society into the binary of masculine and feminine. Okay, we know this. Um, I didn't know this one specifically, but sort of, well. Um, but ally is just a person who does not personally identify as trans, gender, queer, but supports and loves those in the trans community. Also, someone like an advocate, you know. Um, being read, I didn't totally know this one. Um, being perceived in public or by strangers in a specific way, i.e., I get read as a boy. thought that was interesting. Um, bio man, woman, boy, girl, a person whose gender matches their biological sex as opposed to a trans man, woman, bio girl, etc. Hold on, my voice, I have to take a sip of my delicious coconut McCool. I feel like LaCroix should sponsor this show, by the way. Also, I drink them every episode and I provide them to my guests on every episode as well. Um, cisgender is an adjective. I mean, a lot of this we know, but um, also we're getting a lot of text, which is exciting. I'm going to turn my phone off on that. Cisgender is an adjective um, used in the context of gender issues and counseling to refer to a class of gender identities formed by a match between an individual's gender identity and the behavior or role considered appropriate for one's sex. The term complicates the term transgender. Cluing in, a newer innovative term used by queer activists to denote that knowing one's sexual orientation and or gender identity and expression is an integral, sorry, is an internal process of knowing oneself and deciding who else to share with as opposed to the idea that you have to come out and tell everyone. I thought that was interesting. Well, also, it, yeah. I like that it kind of shows that it's something that you decide on your own. Right. Not necessarily something that's biological or right. that other people place upon you. Right, totally. Um, coming out, um, this one has a sort of a long explanation, but the sort of key point of this is that um, Mr. Burns describes it as sort of a two-fold process of coming out to oneself as well as coming out to friends and family in the public, which I thought was interesting. I hadn't thought about it as sort of like a two-sided you know, sided thing. Um, constructionism, view that questions perfect coherence between biological, sexual, gender, and sexual orientation assumes that sexual orientation can change over time. Interesting. Um, cross-dresser, a person who cross-dresses wearing clothes traditionally assigned to a different gender for a variety of reasons not necessarily linked to sexual orientation or gender identity. Some people prefer the term transvestite. Dumb question. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing pants today. Does that mean I'm a cross-dresser since traditionally at some point down the line women didn't wear pants? I, that's a good question. I think that I think that the lines are, I, I feel like that term, because women do tend to wear 
you know, gender neutral clothing more than men wear sort of feminine clothing. I feel like it more applies to a man who wears female sort of associated gendered clothing. But that's my own interpretation. I'm not sure. But maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe it was like 50 years ago, for sure. And at what point does the line get drawn, right? Because I do see women wear wear suits that are traditionally Mm -hmm. um, ascribed to men, even bow ties. You know, like, are you, is it cool? Am I considered wearing my own quote-unquote genders clothing if I'm wearing these really snazzy Swedish pants that I'm wearing? But if I wore a bow tie... Would that then all of a sudden mean that I'm a cross-dresser? Like, at what point do we draw the line? Yeah, that's interesting to think about, like, what would it mean to be a female cross-dresser? Like, what is the sort of masculine, you know, line that you need to cross to really, you know, put it out there that you're, like, cross-dressing? Or is that even a thing? I mean, according to this list, it doesn't specify that there's a specific gender associated with it. So, yeah, interesting. Um, A couple more. Essentialism view that also these are just terms this doesn't mean that like I agree with all these um not that I don't agree but this one okay I'm gonna leave my politics out of it never mind scratch that continuing on essentialism view that sexual orientation is fixed stable fundamental and biologically determined um FTM or F to M uh, another term for a trans male person who lives as a man but was not male according to his assigned birth sex gender dysphoria. Um, This is interesting. I didn't realize that this was considered to be a problematic term, but upon reading it and, like, considering it further, it totally makes sense. Um, A problematic term used by the medical and psychological community to define a condition or discomfort with assigned gender. These words are often used to pathologize the gender queer and trans communities in that they are still considered disorders. To date, a diagnosis of GD is required for hormone therapy and surgeries which I also didn't know. Um, Gender expression, behaviors, manners, and visual, emotional, cognitive, affective stimuli that represent how individuals present their gender, also like related to gender roles. Gender queer, a general all-inclusive term for the trans community as a whole, encompasses people who identify as transsexual, transgender, and intersexual, F to M, M to F, trans man, trans woman, et cetera, C trans. Aren't you learning a great deal? I still, I feel like a lot of these, I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. And then I read it, and I'm like, wait, did I really know that? Like, I don't know that I knew all of those things. Um, okay, just a couple more. I know it's like kind of a long list, but it's important. Okay. Um, <laughs> gender role. Traditional expectations of how an assigned sex should enact its gender. Intersectionality. Um, a term developed by sociologists to denote the complexity of an individual's experience based on multiple marginalized identities. Instead of an additive impact, this term notes the complexity of the interaction between transgender individuals, gender identities, and their race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, (coughs) excuse me, ability, age, etc. Also an interesting one, did not know. Intersex, a person whose chromosomal, hormonal, or biological characteristics of both sexes Um, People who are intersex are often assigned to sex without their consent. Some people use the term hermaphrodite, which I didn't know. Did you know that 1 in 1,500 people are born intersex or hermaphroditic? I didn't know that. That seems like a great deal. That does seem like a great deal. Right? Super interesting. Yeah. Also, that mic is far. You can, like, turn it or do it, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, Okay, M to F. 
same thing, male to female, or not the same thing, but opposite. Passing, assimilating whether chosen or not for survival or as part of one's identity. He's trans, but he passes for a bio man, for example. Pronouns, gendered pronouns that we use uh, include he, she, him, or her. Um, some people prefer gender neutral pronouns. Um, sofa, significant other, friend, family member, or ally to the trans community. Also, never heard that term. Going stealth, after transitioning, or while successfully passing, when a person chooses to be secret about their gender history in a public sphere. Transgender, an umbrella term used to classify F to M's, M to F's, and anyone who does not feel their assigned sex represents their gender. Hmm. Right? Um, transitioning, used to describe the process of physical change through hormones or surgery from, a, from an assigned birth sex to a chosen sex. Transsexual, Excuse me. Um, usually used to describe a person who wishes to or has somehow physically changed their sex from their assigned birth sex through surgery or ho hormones and live as a person of their chosen sex. And lastly, last one, mm -hmm. uh, two-spirited, a term used by American Indian communities to distinguish people who embody characteristics of multiple genders or sexualities. This term is often culturally appropriated and should be used with awareness. That's my list. Not my list. That's Theodore Bur Dr. Theodore Burns' list. Thank you. That last one was really interesting. I think that's the only one that I hadn't really heard Isn't of that before. interesting? Yeah, a lot. I was reading about that this week as well. A lot of different cultures have a specified sort of, you know, name that's specific to their culture that denotes someone who is neither male or female, which... Is it neither male nor female, or are they both? So it's neither? I guess, I guess either or. Let's see how they... Let's see. Let's reread it. This one is specifically two-spirited, um, a term used by American Indian community to distinguish people who embody characteristics of multiple genders or sexualities. This term is often culturally appropriated and should be used with awareness. So I guess embody characteristics of multiple genders. So I guess you could say both. Yeah. So I thought that was good to go over. I really wish that um, people incorporated the Polynesian um, sexuality or er, pronouns and terminologies. What's that? I think the, well, I think like the Fafa Fine um, mm. are traditionally, historically, like a really interesting group of people. Tell me about that. I know nothing. Revered in Polynesian culture. Interesting. Um, where you were born male at birth, um, mm -hmm. but embody both masculine and feminine gender traits. Wow. Um, and in some situations, like the third son in Polynesian culture, if you, if you had no daughters and you had three sons, mm -hmm. your third son, you would kind of dress them in and raise them as a, as a woman. Oh, wow. um, and historically, this was because if there was a war, um, you would send your sons to war. And if you only had sons oh, wow. um, to ensure that, you know, all your kids wouldn't die off in war. Right. Um, they would raise their third as um, as a woman, but it yeah, it's more than just that. It's like something that's revered in their in their culture. So mm -hmm. you see these like big Polynesian men, or people who are assigned uh, male gender at birth, um, mm -hmm. who are revered for kind of taking on other um, other genders and that's other fascinating uh, other um, gender traits, yeah. traditionally feminine. Very cool. So I hope that at some awesome. point that that kind of comes into our conversations about um, gender. Yeah, me too. I agree. Okay, um, should we do some questions about love? 
Are you ready? I Are you prepared? Do you need to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about love. Oh, yeah, right. Mm. That's the beauty of this show is that it's just opinions. And we all do because we've all lived in the world. And much like gender <laughs> and sexuality, it's all fluid. <laughs> it's all fluid. Always changing. Okay. Um, let's see. How about this one? This one is like an easy, light one. Let's start with this one. It says, looking for ideas for how to talk to women I might want to date. Good pickup lines to use at bars, coffee shops, etc. Um, any ones that have ever worked on you. Anonymous male. Well, that's a hard one. It's so specific. Well, I just think if a guy would come up to me and just talk to me like a normal human being without trying to uh, yeah. use a line on me, yeah, um, totally. I'm I'm pretty cool with that. Like I I'd be open to pretty much anybody coming up to me respectfully. Um, yeah, showing interest. I mean, yeah, right? yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't think that. Um, I don't know if I've ever been aware of someone. Well, I guess I have been aware of people using like pickup lines, but in terms of ones that you know have worked or that I've responded well to just simple conversational things in terms of like how's it going you know just like general we're human beings and we're both at this place type of thing are my favorite type of way to be addressed so I think anything that you know the person um would feel appropriate for the situation if they're at a bar just like casual I don't know what would you say to someone at a bar like but okay I guess that's the point is like it's hard it's hard to make it not awkward, you know, because as I'm trying to think of it, it's like, what do you say? Like, come here often? Like, that sounds cheesy. I don't know. It just, I think the reason that pickup lines seem weird to me is that, yeah. like, they just don't seem genuine. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, if someone's coming up to me with some kind of a pickup line, it just doesn't seem like who they really are. Right. Yeah. And if that is who they really are, then like, nah, I'm good anyway. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, just <laughs> totally. come up to me like a normal human being. Like, treat me with the respect that you would treat anybody that you want to go talk to. You yeah. Know? And if you are too shy or awkward to mm-hmm. really like just be yourself, then like this probably isn't going to work anyway. Yeah. You know, that's true. And I guess, like you said, just come up to someone and just be a respectful human and just say hello you know just like how's it going like how's it going maybe how's it going is like the ideal one because it works in all locations i'm gonna go with say how's it going (laughs) okay killed that question um are you wanting any good text questions for us yeah i'm I'm seeing my phone exploding over here but i'm not sure if any of it is about the show (laughs) i'm getting lots of questions and i just keep telling them to call in oh yeah they should call in even if anonymously. Yeah, call in anonymously, people. We'll continue to uh, answer some of these questions, and then if you want to call in, please do so. Two and three, five, four, love, zero. Okay. Um, oh, well, this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Um, someone asked, what's a good way to get out of a date so that the person doesn't think you're totally creepy but won't ever want to call you again? I'm doing online dating again, and my biggest fear is being on a bad date I think that's what they mean being on a bad date wanting to leave slash end the date and not knowing how to do so in a convincing way that also doesn't make me seem totally creepy ideas what would what would make you disinterested but not totally weirded out well if you're not interested in them then who cares if they think you're crazy honestly I mean right but I mean for the most part I think but I I would say, though, that, like, sometimes you go out on a date and you think it's bad, but the person still is like, oh, so you want to get, get a, you know, like, there's, some people don't read messages well, you know. 
but go on Definitely. go on sorry right. well, i think like the better idea or the better thing is to just start off knowing that you're only going to have your first date be like an hour hour and a half at the most mm-hmm. right so it's like Hold if on. you're in the in a conversation with someone or mm-hmm. you're you know you're on a on a date having a drink or having coffee or whatever mm-hmm. like you know it's only going to be about an hour anyway so yeah, if it's only exactly. an hour then like just kind of suffer through it if yeah. it's something where you feel unsafe or like really uncomfortable then of course then you know do whatever, do whatever you need to, to do, do but if it's yeah. just like boring and lame and you're not yeah. that into it then like a maybe you should take it upon yourself to um vet these online daters a little bit better <laughs> yeah um and which then can be hard with online dating though like definitely. some people are so like fine on paper and then you get there and you're like oh man how did you fool me into thinking you were a normal human definitely um oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um our microphone just i fell. think we Hold might on. have missed a google call i know Hold on. oh okay that's never happened before Ooh. okay i think it's in there um, yeah, I missed it. It wasn't um, at the foreground of my window. Please call back, person. Um, oh, wait, incoming call. Okay. Oh, this is so Sometimes funny. this can be tricky, but we're going to try. Hold on. Okay, hello. Can you hear me? Oh, wait, hold on. I need to allow the Hangout to be happening. I love, I love the Hangout. I know. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh oh, they can't hear us. Hello? Can you hear Hello? us? Hello, can you hear us? I guess not. Oh no. Well, I love that you said hello. hello. Say something if you can hear us. Hello? Hello? Oh, it's so sad. Okay, well, the monitor's in. Maybe James can help. James, what do you think? Here, we're going to figure it out. So this is plugged in, and this is the correct line, and we can hear you in the studio if you have the radio turned on. Um, we're connected. Oh, they just hung up. Damn. Um, I wonder if I can call that. Oh, that's so frustrating. Hold on. We're going to try. Oh, yeah, Tommy. Oh, it's done it before. Hmm. Oh, man. Okay, they're trying again. Do you think if I switched it around, it would work? No. Like, like I, I switch just it around. answer. I told them to keep listening on the radio as well. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Okay. okay, let's try Hello? again. Hello? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hello? <laughs> might be what? Oh, it might be on their end. Yeah. Hello? Hello, can you hear us? Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear us? This oh, is very like exciting. Not. This is exciting, but anything else we can do? Yeah, please, please, go ahead. We're, doing, we're doing some problem solving. Oh, you can hear us? Oh, that's so exciting. Hello. We're not going to touch anything if you can hear us. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hi. Okay, well, go ahead with your question if you can hear us. Go ahead. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go ahead. Please uh, ask your question. I'm so happy that you called. Thank you for calling. I was wondering about both of your feelings on the Donald. <laughs> Is there a specific, are you specifically oh, referring it. to his love and relationships? Oh, okay. But I bet they're still listening. Um, I got a, a text about this, from oh. this, and I told this person to call. So. Oh, okay, good. The text simply read grab her by the pussy 
question mark. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, this is such a, this is a complicated one. Um, I think that my questions, of, or my uh, answers about this are long and detailed, but not very specific. Um, I think I need more information. Okay. I mean, do you want to answer? You, if you want to, you go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know what I'm allowed to say on this. Oh, you can say whatever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with her. I've been with her since day one. Yeah. So I'm, there's nothing I, I mean, it's yeah. just par for the course. Um, I've been in many locker rooms and they don't talk like that. So. Yeah, they don't talk like that. No. And all of this talk of people saying like, I want a president who is just like every person in America is the, is like the guy next door. Hell no. I want my dog to be the guy next door. Like, I want the president to be the smartest person that we could possibly put forth yeah. into the world. And um, the smartest person in this country does not speak that way. It's women, men, literally anybody. Literally anyone that he way, speaks so. about or relates to in the world. Yeah. So I that's agree. That's I agree. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, also, if you have any other specific, more specific questions... Please come back. We love calls. I guess it did work. I wonder if it was on their end that they couldn't hear us initially, but I guess we, uh, I guess we figured it out. Also, there was another um, caller who called in approximately four minutes ago at the same time that we were receiving uh, that call. So please call back, other person. Um, okay, cool. In the meantime, let's do another question. Okay. Um, oh wait, we didn't quite finish the. Uh, the question about how to get out of a date without someone totally thinking that you're like super creepy. I think that's a really good question. Um, I mean, I, is it bad to just be honest and just be like, Hey, I'm just not feeling it. Like, cause they're not going to call back after that. You know, so it's like while you're mid date, while you're mid date and you're not feeling it, but you don't want the person to like, well, but what I don't understand is that unless you're feeling, you know, unsafe, or you know like yeah weirded out by this person mm-hmm. um, what's the harm in just finishing the hour-long date you know it's like, well it's from a guy this question too so okay i don't know if he's from like a guy's perspective. heterosexual or not but like yeah so in my in my opinion honestly like and if i was in that situation and i mm-hmm. have been in that situation where i'm on a date and you know it's just not not feeling it i still just finish the cup of coffee and sure shake their hand or give them a hug and call it a day um yeah so i don't know i think like if they're kind of being vulnerable and putting themselves in this situation where they're trying to find yeah. a relationship or a one night stand or whatever it is they're looking for yeah just you know, nice and finish to, the date yeah personally that, unless yeah like I said unless I felt like unsafe or right. um, or weirded out or something yeah totally I think that's great advice also I have nothing against just being straightforward with people and sometimes people don't get it right away if you are trying to give body language that says like hey I'm not that into this then like they may not you know sort of respond so it might take you saying like hey it was nice to meet you but like I'm not really feeling this you know just being straightforward, I think, is totally fine. Um, that's what I would say, basically. Totally. Um, I forget what it was, but there was a, uh, was it like Ted Radio Hour? Something on NPR. And it was talking about a guy who was using OkCupid a lot, and he apparently, like, cracked the code to figure out how to show up. Did you hear it? To show up on the first page so that, like, you would be, like, the recommended. And he had all these women contacting him, and he, like, went out on all these dates. And he said that he, what would he do? He would, like, if he wasn't feeling it, he would, like, go to the bathroom and put eyeliner on or something. And then he would come back. And then if the woman asked him about it, 
he would just deny it and that that was enough to like creep the woman out and like they would never <laughs> be interested again so I, I mean that that's funny. really funny but it that kind that's of funny, but it's out. not like, like I, I think being direct with people and yeah. being like hey I'm not feeling it yeah. and like for the most part people are coming into these situations with like good intentions like totally. for whatever whether totally. they're looking for a one night stand a new friend a cuddle buddy yeah long term relationship totally. and so like I just feel like you know we're all being vulnerable totally. obviously there are people who are taking advantage of situations but I just would wa- I would hope that if someone wasn't feeling me that they would be like respectful yeah totally but you yeah. know whatever that is very funny it's funny but yeah you're right it's also like that's super strange and like if someone did that to me I'd be like what is wrong with this person never mind you know um oh, <laughs> we got a text that says stop online dating from my boyfriend <laughs> um okay let's do this next question when is it okay to follow someone on Instagram you're newly dating that's a good question um do you want to answer that one first I'll let you answer that one um, I feel like it depends. I feel like if you're looking at their Instagram with them because there's something that, like, they want to show you or you want to show them, then it's okay to just do it, like, whatever, right away. Like, if your first date is just going amazing, then, like, first date is fine. Otherwise, if you, like, go on a date and, like, you don't even know their Instagram or if they have Instagram, whatever, I would say wait a while. I would say, like, a couple few months. I don't know. That's my, that's my advice. Opinion. I just think there's no right or wrong way. Yeah. Do whatever you, f- you you feel like it. I feel yeah. like Instagram followers are much like sexuality and gender. It's fluid. It's fluid. When you when you <laughs> stop liking them, you can just unfollow them. You can just unfollow like them exactly. I think that's a great answer. Um. Okay. How about this one? Also, I feel like I follow different people for a myriad of reasons. You oh, know? for sure. Like, some people I just think they're they they're cool. They have cool styles. Some people I've either been interested in or have dated or. Mm-hmm. over or whatever just for various reasons yeah maybe totally. they know about cool events or whatever so totally i mean i think at the root of this question is like that you're somehow being vulnerable by following someone on instagram but i don't think it's that it's not that it's deep. not that deep it's like it's instagram you know it's fine um so i would say don't worry about it and yeah i think that there's no wrong answer i like that answer um okay this is a good question about rebounds um, how do you feel about casual rebounds, like dating people you don't want to be with long term, but that isn't super casual sex? Do you think it's healthy after a long relationship, or if it's better to try to be alone so you can process your feelings? Ugh, I hate feelings, and get your own sense of identity and individualism back on track. That's a good question. Um, what do you think, Hades? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> But go on, please, please share. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely no wrong answer. But yeah. I can, and I can only really speak from my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if rebounds have ever made me feel better, honestly. Yeah. But I think it's just a matter of what you're looking for and just... And like how bad the breakup was, too. Or like... Yeah. yeah. And maybe just like trying to find whether you're dating, rebounding, or s- being on your own, like really just trying to reconnect with yourself and... Um, yeah. acknowledge like what it is you're looking for in your own life mm-hmm. or something totally but you can do that in a relationship or you know in a rebound situation where you're like seeing someone dating someone sleeping with someone I don't think the two things are mutually exclusive like being alone working on myself like regaining totally. you know, so I, I think that, that it doesn't matter like oh, it doesn't matter sure. if you're alone if you're yeah. rebounding or if you're in a relationship yeah um, I think that's just the most important part but I mean yeah, that totally. also seems like the really like 
PC answer, <laughs> like like what you're supposed to say to everybody. It's like, but like it's kind of true. But what's is there like a non PC I mean, answer? It all sucks. Breakups suck. Oh, Rebounds suck. Pretty much everything sucks. I think the worst part about rebounds is that they feel so real, you know? You're like, oh, this person is great. Like, they're just wonderful. And it starts, usually for me, it, like, starts off with, like, oh, they're just hot. I just want something casual. Like, whatever. It's just for, it's just for a second, you know? And then I catch feelings. I'm like, oh, wait, maybe this person like, could really be something. And that's obviously not I mean, real because <laughs> it's just my, like, sad heart speaking. I mean, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my last one was like, oh, who cares? This is just fun. I'm coming back off of tour. And then totally caught feelings. And then yeah, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Relationships are hard. Breakups are hard. But being single is hard. Literally, uh, like, kind of like everything is a little bit hard. It's like life is hard. Yeah. Life is also beautiful and wonderful. So, like, life is hard. Breakups are hard. Relationships are hard. Dating is hard. But, but also I mean, wonderful. something I've learned through our friendship Gaia and like just like exploring and like just being or you know being each other's um shoulders to lean on or whatever it's like at least for me and this is something I've now said to so many of my girl and guy friends Mm -hmm. just feel like taking things kind of slower and just being Mm -hmm. really true to oneself like yeah it's really the key like in every situation I can look back on there were red flags right away and I was like oh well maybe I'll try to be cool and modern and hip and um and like try this new thing that doesn't feel right but they're telling me this is what all the kids are doing these days (laughs) you know it's like looking back like had I just been really true to myself and let them lead and let them kind of let the other person kind of show their true colors slowly. Mm-hmm. Like I would never have felt the way that I do. Yeah. So that's such a good, yeah. Thank you for saying that. That's so, that's so true. And yeah, we've had a lot of conversations about that mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Yeah. And totally. that guy, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Said it on the radio. <laughs> you know, feelings are sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's do also again, if anyone wants to call back, for people that missed uh, one because we were on the other line, please do so. Two and three, five, four, love zero. You know, we love getting calls so much. I only get calls every once in a while. I get voice memos sometimes, but I love callers. <laughs> okay. Um, how about this one? How would I get into experimenting with BDSM and kink? I'm curious, but totally inexperienced. Anonymous. Ooh, this I know. Is a fun this one. is a fun one. I mean, there's so many ways, right? I guess it depends too if you have a partner or if you're single and you're looking to sort of just like explore a community or like what your, you know, situation is. Um, I don't know. What would you say? Well, I, when I was a bit younger, I explored in that way with one of my girlfriends we didn't do anything together sexually but like we looked out for opportunities and we went to this like one kind of swinger party or whatever um so that That felt great because like she and i never had any relations in that way but like curiosity yeah to go to something with but and i don't know like what exists now but i know in my some of my past like relationships it's been fun to like explore with someone who I feel really safe with and that's like a really good idea home or whatever but totally I love that idea but I don't know I, do you know more about like the no, community because I, I, no. I don't really I mean I know that there are like dungeons that you can go to and you can sort of explore and do them I've never I'm not personally familiar so I don't know but 
I would say, I think that that's a really good idea, though, is to go with someone that maybe you're already comfortable with. Um, oh, wait, we're getting another call. Okay, we're going to PS that question. Okay, let's try again. Hello? Hello? Oh, wait, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I just uh, hung up because that was about my car rental, I just realized, so never mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish you would have answered and asked them a love question. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I just realized that uh, I need to call and tell them when I'm returning my car <laughs> and that that was a call from my phone. Oh, Sorry, no. all of our wonderful listeners that were expecting an exciting <laughs> call. The Yaris. That's what's happening. Yeah, the Yaris. We don't want to get it returned. Um, okay, so back to the question about BDSM exploration. I think that you're exploring with a friend is a really good way because you already feel comfortable and safe, and I think that's the thing about exploring something new sexually is that you want to feel safe and comfortable and, you know, like you can always leave or say no or whatever, that you have, like, complete, like, power uh, over your situation and, like, boundaries and all those things. So... I think that's a really good idea. I think that, like... I wish I knew more... Someone, yeah, I, I wish I had specifics. something better to say, but I, I don't really have, like, much... Yeah. The only Dungeons I fuck with is Dungeons & Dragons, so... <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure there are dungeons, and, I, I mean, also, like, that's just one way to explore. You can also, I mean, let's say the person doesn't say, but let's say you are in a relationship, um... You know, you can just go to a sex shop and, like, get some stuff and play around with your friend, you know, or partner or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to explore. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add, Hadass? Not really. Not really? Okay. Yeah, I think that's all that I really know, too, or, like, have to say. Um, but that's a great question. Thank you for that question. Okay. This one is also a tricky one that I'm not super um, familiar with, but it says... What do you think of the role of psychics in astrology in the context of love? I dated someone who put a lot of faith into his psychic, but I'm still on the fence about the whole idea. Curious to hear your thoughts. Um, I think literally zero about that. Yeah. But do you think, like, if, okay, this person says, what does I say? I dated someone who put a lot of faith into his psychic, but I'm still on the fence about the whole idea. So maybe, I don't know, if you're dating someone, it's really important to them how much sort of weight do you give it or I don't know I mean I guess like to each their own right like personally I don't really think about it either so I don't really know this is a hard one for me to answer I'm just not sure I personally think I don't know how long term I would feel like I could be in a relationship with someone who put like that much weight on psychics yeah that's just because like I'm really into hard science and Mm -hmm. not really into that but like Mm -hmm. if it was something that wasn't super prevalent and wasn't like oh my gosh my psychic told me i can't do the dishes today <laughs> or like my psychic told yeah. me <laughs> like, yeah i can't see or astro- or oh, oh it also or says or astro- and astrology in the context yeah. of love which I'm i really feel like astrology like, is maybe more sort of like not my psychic told me i can't do this but it's more like oh i'm feeling moody today because mercury's in retrograde or something i don't even know exactly what that means i just know that like whenever shit goes down people are always like mercury's in retrograde it's getting crazy but like i don't know i don't know really yeah the details. I, mean, I think i could probably be like respectful of a of a significant other who was like hey i'm feeling a bit out of whack mm-hmm. um and then i could just probably like end it there and not really think much about where the planets are yeah but um yeah i don't know i'm an asshole i mean no i don't think you're an asshole i think that's just your opinion i think that um 
the important part there is that you said that you would respect, you know, the person, but that maybe you wouldn't, like, be able to sort of follow their train of thought and logic in a way that, like, you had a close relationship with them, which is totally, that makes total sense to me. I also agree. I don't know how influential I feel like astrology is on love or if a psychic told me that my next relationship was going to be x y and z if i would really believe it i don't really think that i would i think it's i think that it should be held lightly and that you can look into that stuff in like a fun way and that maybe you can learn some things about yourself Mm. in terms of astrology and maybe what personality traits you have or what other personality traits you might pair well with but other than that i don't personally have a lot of faith in it i don't know so yeah those are I think that's all yeah I don't know <laughs> like if someone came to me and they were like my psychic said this is the way that my life should go you know I don't think that I would really follow along with that unless they were like my psychic told me I should do the dishes all the time and be like <laughs> I love your psychic yeah. <laughs> and buy you flowers every day <laughs> yeah but also yeah I think just respect other people and realize that if someone is of that mindset then maybe it's not and you aren't then maybe it's like not for you to be with that person so and that's really fine okay um this is a funny question i think i figured out that dating just a date is not a have to obvi like obviously but that every once in a while it's a good idea or i'll go stale would you ladies agree um i don't think you have to date if you're not i don't think so i don't think so Yeah, I mean, it's like a funny, it's like a vague question, but I just feel like my sexuality or tuning into it is doesn't necessarily have like a ton to do with whether I'm with someone, not with someone, Mm -hmm. like even things I read or conversations I have with friends can like tap into that or re like catalyze certain thoughts or feelings so like yeah i just i don't know if i would want to like um limit myself in terms of whether i felt stale or not stale by whether or not i'm like dating but Mm -hmm. you know there is something in the world where like when you kind of when it rains it pours you know like i will go through an era (laughs) where i'm like not seeing someone or where i'm not seeing friends or where I'm not, you know, going out as much and then mm-hmm. something will just kind of shift and I don't, I can't really put place my finger on it, but yeah. um, it's good to just be like aware of those ebbs and flows and mm-hmm. just let yourself be and not like have to push yourself in any direction. I think that's a great answer too. And I think that what you kind of like were hinting at too, and that is that it just kind of shifts on its own, but that maybe it's not always an intentional thing that you're feeling like you're out of practice dating or something and then you make a real effort to try and go forward with it I think that anything that feels kind of like you're pushing and you feel like you have to do something in order to like stay fresh and how to date I think that that's probably gonna not make you feel happy or you know reward you in a way that you're looking for so that would be my response to that um but also dating can be fun and silly and like if you want to do it just to like casually do it I think there's nothing wrong with that too so basically both all and or they all are fine with me yeah um how do you know if you're good in bed anonymous male um ask your part I don't don't you just know I don't know I I think you're good with certain people and then not with other people that's my answer I don't know what do you think yeah, I mean, I think there's always, like, fun things to explore. I don't think there's a yeah. good or a bad. I think there's just a mm-hmm. 
like a desire to explore or a desire to like find oneself more or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, and it's so much about chemistry and who you're with that I don't think there's an objective like I'm good in bed or I'm like not good in bed. I think that if you're not good in bed, then your connection with the person is what you should really look at. You shouldn't like take it on yourself and be like, oh, I'm bad at sex or something like that's not real you know so that's my answer to that one. Oh man we're getting down to the last few minutes and we only no, have a lot so of questions fun. i know right um <laughs> here's another sex question as a woman would you be offended if i thought about other women while we were having sex wait what as a woman would you be offended if i thought about other women while we were having sex I'll let you take this one first. Um, I would say, why are we talking about that? I don't want to hear about that. I wouldn't necessarily be offended, but I would never want to know. Just keep it to yourself. So if you did know, then you'd be offended. I think so. I, I just, I maybe wouldn't have, okay, it's complicated. I feel like to the imagination that like someone has while they're having sex is their own privacy, and therefore... And you I don't, don't want to know. It's a beautiful thing to share, like when in certain cases that like imagination, you know, and creating it together or something. Well, because I feel like, or sure, but I feel like if someone talked about like someone else that they were imagining while they were having sex with me, that would just make me feel jealous and hurt. You know what I mean? If they said oh. things that were about me, like visual imagery that was like about me or you know, something that I did or was doing, that would be fine with me. But as soon as it started to be someone else, I would get jealous. Someone's calling. Okay, we're going to try again. This is not my car rental place. I was hoping it was, honestly. (laughs) Hello, welcome to Soul Friend. Can you hear us? Hello? Hello, welcome to Soul Friend. Can you hear us? Hi, yeah. Hi. Please go ahead with your question. Yep. Can you hear us? We can hear you. Here, I'm going to turn up one thing. Hold on one sec. Um, there we go. At what point in a relationship do you think it's... Oh, do we lose you? I can... I, wait, at what point in a relationship do you think okay, it's... Okay, to move in with your partner. That's a good question. Well, I think... I'll just stand the line and we'll, um, we'll talk to you. You think I should answer? Well, because... I mean, I don't want to put you on blast, but maybe with your own personal situation. Maybe with my own personal situation. We're looking for places. Um, Okay, well, I think that this is, like, such a good question. Thank you for asking. I think that in my personal opinion, which is, of course, just one person's opinion, I think that it's important that you have a a few sort of, like, relationship moments, Mm. which include having at least one or two sort of like real fights because I think that until you've kind of had that and kind of questioned the relationship it doesn't mean that you have to like have a like bloody murder screaming fight but just something that is like maybe your not so wonderful side has come through which as most people have it happens eventually in every relationship um and also happens when you live with someone when you're around someone a lot so I think as long as you've had some kind of fight that is like you've seen someone's true colors and they've seen yours and you've worked through that and you feel comfortable like in how you process when you both disagree or when you trigger each other or push each other's buttons or things like that, that that's super important. Um, But I don't think that that comes at any specific time. So I think that it can be really different for each person. 
Um, are you still on the line? I don't know. Oh, I think we lost them. Hopefully they're still listening. Okay, we're going to say they're still listening. Um, but if you want to call back and dialogue with us, please so do so. I have a, a few thoughts about this. I mean, yeah, in ahead. my mind, I've always told myself that, like, I, while non-traditional in many ways, have, like, not wanted to live with, um, with a boyfriend until I was married. Because I feel like if I... A, if they move in and it doesn't work out, then that seems mm. like a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and I've been through many nightmares, and that seems like, oh, gosh. I can't imagine the nightmares I've lived through with men and then additionally having to move out or whatever. Totally. Um, and then also, I mean, if I'm going to be with someone forever, then, like, what's the rush? Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's also really nice to, like, just enjoy the journey and it not be like mm-hmm. something you have to do with somebody that either you're going to be with forever or mm-hmm. you know what's the point if you're hanging out five days a week anyway sure but yeah i think those are all those are all totally i mean <laughs> i wouldn't say that your answers aren't valid that's not what i mean but i agree with all those and that all totally makes sense to me um i think the other thing that it depends on too is if one person is just moving into like an existing partner's apartment that's a lot different than looking for a whole new place together. Why would you think that? I agree with you, but I'm wondering your thoughts on that. Oh, because I think that um, it's a lot lower commitment for the person whose apartment it already is, because if it doesn't work out, then the new person who moved in just leaves. And so therefore, like, you don't have to look for a new apartment. They don't have to look for a new apartment. Whoever's apartment it was, like, just stays. So you you're know? kind of saying that if you get an apartment together, that you kind of are both vulnerable in that way. Right. And it almost is like... And that's, like, a bigger commitment to me. Bigger commitment. And also, yeah. if both of the stakes are just as high, then, like, you're both kind of have as just as much reason to want to stick it out or want to work through it or something. Yeah. I don't know if it would change necessarily, like, the the stakes of the relationship but I think that it would be an easier decision to make if someone was say like living in an apartment with like a bunch of roommates or like maybe just moving to the city that like one person already lives in and then that person like moves in with them you know um but it does sound so. really nice I mean I don't want to wait until I'm married I mean who knows if I'm ever gonna get married. <laughs> yeah that sounds nice but yeah I don't want to wait until I'm married I don't know yeah that seems like a long time um <laughs> But yeah, I think that as long as you've like had a fight and feel like you're committed to the person and can see yourself with them long term, then why not? What why I not? would say is a lot of people seem to move in with their significant others to save money True. or for convenience. And that seems mm-hmm. like never the right move because mm-hmm. like that yeah that just seems like there are better ways to save money save money and if that's that's the the top of the list for sure don't do it definitely yeah agreed i think if it's like on the list of pluses which it it would be for me then like sure do it that's great you will save money if it's like one of the main reasons like new york i feel like everyone lives together in new york after like a month and i'm like look you guys are gonna break up in like two months just wait (laughs) don't do it it's just like if people if you heard that people who are dating are getting married just for the tax benefits it's like if that's your main reason yeah probably isn't the right time and it's probably not gonna work but of course it's like a nice bonus for sure but totally um, also another thing that i want to say is that um i think that in terms of like waiting to have that conversation until it feels really natural don't do it you know like okay this is a funny example but my parents um were super hippie and um 
were talking about their relationship to one to me one time and they were discussing how they decided to get married and their explanation was that by the time we already felt like we were married we got married but that it wasn't even a question really it was just like they just felt that level of whatever it meant to them level of connectivity level of commitment level of whatever um so basically like it wasn't something that like my dad proposed and was like is this going to work out they were just like at a place where it was just natural and I feel like that goes the same way for moving in with someone where if it feels like just the natural thing and like of course you would do it then that's the time to do it you know if you feel like oh I hope that it's going to work out I'm not sure but like I have a good feeling and I think it's going to be okay but like we've only been dating a certain amount of time but like I think that's enough time if you're kind of having that dialogue then it's maybe a little too soon and just wait it out like you said there's no rush you know so I think that's my answer great question great mystery question, caller mystery caller thank you Okay, I feel like we have a couple of extra minutes, but let's uh, let's do one more question, and then we'll play a song, and then we will be out of here. Um, oh, man, this is a hard question. Oh, do I want to end with this one? Oh, it's so hard. Okay, do we want to do a question about online dating, or do we want to do a question about unsafe, unprotected sex? Online dating. <laughs> yeah, I know, the unsafe. We'll save that one for later. I'm not going to not answer your question, but it's a, it's a long one. Okay, sign up for online dating and trying to be... Um, open-minded and not take it too seriously, but it just makes me feel bad about myself because my online conversations with men don't usually result in any dates. I use a few different apps, but haven't had much luck on any of them for the past few months. Um, I think I'm a catch, but I don't think I'm good at being funny and flirting and and flirty and attracting men in the initial stages of dating courtship via instant messages and texts. It's always... It always feels so forced and awkward and doesn't usually go well. Can you give me tips for talking to people online? Also tips for how to keep a positive attitude throughout the whole process. Anonymous female, mid-30s. Well, Find one. I totally feel you. I feel you. And while the question was, what's your advice for online dating? My first mm-hmm. piece of advice would be not to put too much time and effort into that and to yeah. like look for, honestly, online. it sounds super cliche, but mm-hmm. you know... Um, I met my current love while mm-hmm. at an art show with like friends, mutual friends. And totally. so it's like, it's about finding, you know, things that you like to do already. Um, I also mm-hmm. am a member of meetup, um, which it's just like, um, a website where you can find people who are putting on different events and activities Ooh. based on different like things you like to do. So I'm on it because I'm a member of like some sailing groups and you that can go sailing so for fun. free. That's, that sounds like a great indoor sailing. But, and it's not necessarily, I mean, some people are on there looking for dates, but I'm personally mm-hmm. not, but you know, it's just about like finding some cool things that you like to do. And also mm-hmm. just recognizing that this is probably one of the only times in your life, you know, like that you will be single probably. Like if you want to mm-hmm. be, find yourself in a long-term relationship, you'll probably find that at some point in your life, yeah, right? Definitely. And obviously people who don't want that, like you don't have to find that. But if you're looking for a long-term relationship, recognize that you'll probably be in one for half of your life. So enjoy yeah. the singledom now and like really find the time to go work out, go find cool yeah. hobbies you like to do, go volunteer, go, mm-hmm. especially in Los Angeles, but in many different cities across the country and the world, there are so many free talks at different universities and there are so many hotties at universities too Such while you're walking from tips. your car to the, <laughs> <laughs> to the, the speaker. Uh, um, but like, I mean, the people that I can think of in my life that I have had great 
relationships with have been people I've met through friends or through doing things that I like to do, not mm. through um, through online dating. Yeah. Right? So that's like the totally. first answer to the question. But I guess the other question, the answer to I don't know. I mean, I definitely have done some online dating as as I think we all kind of have, and um, I've definitely met some rad people on there, you know? And yeah. I think one of the things that I did is I made sure my photos were of me doing cool things. I didn't look like a major babe. I just looked totally. normal, but, like, I'm on a boat or, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hiking or, like, I'm you, like, doing... Like, enjoy the world. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing the things I like to do. And the totally. guys that I, I met were also people who were reflective of the energy that I put into it. And totally. That, so it's like, I wasn't just like making duck face at the, at the club. I was just, yeah. you know, I made it very clear in my profiles what I was looking for. And like um, who you are as a person too. I think that's totally. really important. And it kind of comes through in her question too, is that if she's trying to be something that she doesn't feel like is naturally herself, like she doesn't have like a super fun, flirty, like whatever personality, like maybe that's just I don't either personality. don't be like that like I mean, don't force something and I've thought not. of that before too like I don't come across mm. as the girl at the bar that like is overtly like sexy and flirty and like mm-hmm. guys definitely don't come up to me non-stop um trying to trying to holler um but I did find that through online dating I could find some amazing guys who totally. even if I wasn't interested in like pursuing doing a relationship with them were like mm-hmm. so cool and yeah. did such dope shit and it's really because of like what I was looking for mm-hmm. um, it rarely had to do with their photos it was even on things like tinder it had to do with what they said in their um in their captions their profiles, profiles. And yeah yeah, totally. yeah but um I haven't honestly met anybody like that I was serious about through online dating it's all been through IRL yeah totally I think that's really good advice though too to realize that you can meet really nice friends on online dating if it doesn't go well with you know the people that you're trying to find romantic you know love with I also met one of my best friends on online dating true Samuel I wasn't gonna call him out but now we talked about it on the show before he's also been a guest so like it's cool (laughs) um well, yeah, I think that's a great answer. Also, I feel like in a yeah. lot of these questions, the overarching like thing that is reaching out to me, and maybe it's because of where I'm at in my life. Yeah. Like I hear you hear different things based on where you're at, but I'm just hearing that there's some elements of like people not possibly just loving themselves exactly the way they are, you know. And it's totally. like these questions come from a, a place of like, I, I I've been in that position before, and it's just like just love totally. yourself. Like it's all gonna work itself out. Like it already is. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you don't want to make yourself into something you're not totally for a guy to, like, take you out on one date or, like, whatever. Yeah. So that's my parting words of wisdom. I think that's wonderful words of wisdom. And I agree. And that also helps with this person's question, which is, you know, how to keep a positive attitude throughout the whole process, which I think loving yourself, try and do that as much as possible. Also, don't take it so seriously if you're being you know really hurt and like or saddened by the process then also take a break from it or just realize that these people are just not for you just and like it's okay. recognizing what it is that you want while still being open to other possibilities that aren't necessarily in the box that you've created of, as 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 to what you want totally if yeah. i can look back on any relationship i've had there, like i said before there were moments where i realized that there were things going on that weren't like in line with my values, beliefs, or desires, and instead yeah. of walking away early and like, you know, keeping them as friends or keeping it like casual, mm-hmm. um, you know, it got into a bad place. And yeah. you know, while they're also at fault, like I have to take responsibility for 
you know, not being a hundred percent true to like my desires and stuff. So just, Mm -hmm. you know, at any moment, just recentering and refocusing and, um, having fun. Like we only have this one life. Totally. Like it's all it's all fun and games. Like totally. it's all LOL. I know. <laughs> I agree. Also, just like have your best girlfriend get a puppy because oh, I know it's been working so well for our lives it's with really, my new puppy. It's been really good. It's been really wonderful. He's the best, the best man. In also, my life. you might have the best situation here because you're the aunt, and so you get to see the best parts of the puppy and then leave when it destroys yeah. things. But Aww. it's okay. We still love him. He's a puppy. It's yeah. a learning curve. <laughs> But I agree. I think that's a wonderful answer. So I'm going to say that that's where we're going to leave it for today. And thank you for coming on. That was so fun. Yeah, I want to come on more often. Please come on again. I know, right? Okay. Okay. um, You're definitely invited back. People who want to listen to the show, please do so. You can do that at soulfriendradio.tumblr.com. You can also go to kjungradio.org and click on archives and search for Soul Friend. You can also find me on Instagram, Soul Friend Radio, and on Facebook, Soul Friend Radio. So with that, we will be out of here, and I'm going to play a song. Thank you so much, Anas. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. I get phone calls from pharmacies every shift telling me that a patient's med... (laughs) It's an ad. It's not a song. Hold on. That's what happens when uh, that doesn't work. Hold on. We're going to play this song instead. Same type game, the type of girl giving out the fake cell phone in the name. Big fame, big she like catch a big thing. Jewel shit, money clip, phone clip, the six range. The scene of one and ass spotted them more than once. Ass so fat that you can see it from the front. She spun me like paparazzi. Shot me a glance in that cat from the stands. So the fat green pants, hot damn. What's your name, love? When you came from, neck and wrist laced up. Very little makeup, the slims at the Reebok gym. Tone your frame up, a sugar and spice. The only thing that you make up. I tried to play a little key, but couldn't keep it down. Asked the dance, and she was like, yo, I'm leaving now. Now, I'm a later. Sounds from Jamaica. She sipping Chris straight up. Shaking my little waist up. See Me to move, and you're the smart man. Most lady, let me introduce. I turn around. You was the same pretty bird who I apparently observed. Trying to play me for the herd. Shocked and sell, she couldn't get it together. I just played along and pretended I never met her. How you feeling? No, I'm fine. My name is Moe. I'm Sharice. I heard so much good about you. It's nice to finally meet. He moves to the booth, preserve it through especially a honey love. And it sitting there right next to me. I'm tight polite, but now I'm looking at her skeptically. His baby girl got all the right Shoes and accessories, cheeky eyes, sweet voices, fucking with me mentally. We call her say the man alive, yeah, you know me, bro. Even though I know the Steve, though, she wild, sweet, yo. I'm about to murk, I say peace to the family. She hop up like, how you gonna leave before you dance with me? Dance with me. She I don't have it. I played it low, though. I was like, yeah, I, come on, man, let's go. Niggas is